0: here, with some Philly jazz in the background. This is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored, episode number 267. This is a fun episode, because we title this, The Duct Tape Seminar, or Why I Still Use Duct Tape on My Head. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron. Uh, Today, we have Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. And we're going to uh, try and explain why uh, we still use and have the need for duct tape, especially when we hear certain things uh, espoused and we wrap our tape around our head so it doesn't explode. Ladies and gentlemen, we are on Blog Talk Radio. We are on Stitcher. We are on iTunes, Google Play, Alexa, Blueberry. The show is available 24-7, all 267 episodes. I thank you for making us the number one listen-to health show on podcasting in Southwest Florida. We can be reached either on our website at www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash health network, or you can listen at 347-989-8899. And today might be a day when we can open up all the telephones and take your questions. This program, ladies and gentlemen, contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. The information is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You should never delay seeking medical advice, disregard medical advice, or discontinue medical treatment because of information heard on this program. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. That being said, we ha- we have a health crisis here in the United States, ladies and gentlemen. With that, let's introduce uh, Dr. Jerry Smith, uh, our co-host. Uh, hi, good afternoon, Dr. Jerry.
1: Pleasure to be on, uh, following your little... Uh, statement there warning i also like to uh support the, the concept that free advice is worth what you pay for it
0: <laughs> <laughs> my gosh what does that say about our podcast <laughs> we're just covering our, our tracks that's all <laughs> we're gonna to have to start charging to make it worth something <laughs> exactly <laughs> good afternoon dr dan how are you
2: I'm I'm okay, laughing. At Dr. Jerry, good afternoon, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. Uh, I I was just thinking sometimes when you go and you pay for the advice that you're looking for, you don't get the right kind. So Jerry, I don't know about that one.
1: Yeah, this may be
2: an
0: oxymoron here.
2: I, that's yeah. exactly right, and uh, and Thanks. that the word oxymoron real well. <laughs> I like. All that. right,
0: before. Before we get on to the circus, let me just remind people that in 1910, there were 120 universities in the United States that practiced and taught acupuncture, homeopathy, herbal treatments. But in 1910, the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers came up with $100 million to get rid of natural medicine and medical schools. Before 1910, cancer was quite rare, ladies and gentlemen. Just a, a little fact uh, as we go along here. So, and let's get started with the duct tape seminar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome to the circus, boys and girls. Parades, animals, acrobats, clowns, all colluding to approve lethal drugs for public use. Watch people take the drugs and fall down. Watch them carted off in colorful cars to the hospitals, where the doctors will have no idea what's causing their life-threatening injuries. It's wild, it's crazy, and it's brought to you by the big pharmaceutical companies and their enablers at the best, most Paid for best government agency, the FDA, and it's all covered by your insurance. We've got cotton candy, we have popcorn ice cream for the kiddies, and everybody can get in under the big tent. It's the biggest game and the biggest hustle in town. All right, now we're going to find out what makes our heads explode.
2: Well, you know, there's an
1: old Polish quote, Dr. Ron. It says, not my monkeys, not my circus.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it's not
0: ours. Hey, you know what? I I have a list of things, and I, I hope we all can add to it. Well, uh, something I hear uh, now at uh, this time of year, my doctor said, I need a flu shot. I said, haven't you been listening to the podcast? Don't you know it has thimerosal? Don't you know it has formaldehyde in it? Don't you know it's less than 2 to 5% effective? Oh, but my doctor said I can get it. Ladies and it's, and free. it's free. And it's free. You can get it at Walmart, and so my insurance pays for it. You can go to Walgreens, the Pep Boys. Everybody's giving them out. Gosh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is scientific studies that prove that every time you get a flu shot, you get more susceptible to the flu. And every time you get a flu shot, you can spread that flu virus for 12 to 14 hours from your respiratory tract. In other, in other words, every time you sneeze or cough, you're spreading that virus to uh, sensitive individuals. So that's one of, the, one of my duct tape moments. I have another one. I have to take my ibuprofen before I go off. My doctor said I can take it as much as possible. I'm going to throw that one to Jerry. Jerry, can I make your head explode? Uh, Twice over. (laughs) I mean,
1: it's in the medical literature. Uh, The NSA drugs are dangerous as hell. In fact, when they do reduce or eradicate the pain, it's in clinically indicative that you're deficient in essential fatty acids because the essential fatty acids literally produce the prostaglandins ones and threes which are anti-pain and anti-inflammatory but to answer your question I think it I read somewhere that if you have 500 individual doses of these NSA drugs you're getting irreversible kidney damage
0: yeah, at nineteen thousand cases of kidney damage a year from NSAIDs, nineteen thousand documented cases. That but that's not enough for a to... recall. Come on, you got to have fifty thousand <laughs> for a recall. <laughs> okay, there. and and you know the other one that makes my my head blow off is I'm still taking my Celebrex because it really helps me. I don't care what what the what everybody else says. Gosh, the the, the drug has caused heart attacks, ladies and gentlemen. It's a cousin of Vioxx. Please, but it's but it's covered by my insurance. The heart attack.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you can't make your stuff for you, up. Here's one, Doctor Jerry.
0: Here's one, Doctor Jerry. <laughs> I have the flu, but my doctor said take a Z pack. Quote, just in case. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Z pack is, is 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 an antibiotic. It's easy to take, but I'm going to throw that one to Doctor Jerry. Then I'm going to jump in on it. Well, the bottom line is the antibiotics have
1: no effectiveness against viruses, and it disrupts the whole microbiome in your intestines and sets you up for systemic candida problems. I mean, it's Looney Tunes, like your little uh, uh, tunes in the beginning that you're playing the circus. You know, it's like they're just throwing darts at patients just to get you in and get you out with a, a quick visit, and it makes no sense what the hell they're doing.
0: And, and they don't tell you unless you ask. Well, ask them if they've read the package insert and ask them if there's a 25% incidence of arrhythmias and heart attacks with a Z Pack in the first day or two of taking the drug. So you read in the headlines the flu is causing heart attacks. Baloney. Uh, it is the Z Packs that the patients are given that are taking the flu that are causing these heart, at, heart attacks, in my humble estimation, ladies and gentlemen. So, so the other problem one.
1: too is to have weak immune systems. Too many mai tais uh, at the golf course, and you know, uh, low-fat diets, you know, sugar-free diets. I mean, they're killing themselves. So they don't have real nutrients to have a boosted immune system. I remember in the 80s when I was studying standard processed products, I came across an article where they took the secretions from someone who had a cold, from the nose, the drippings, and they put it into the eyes of healthy subjects, and they never got sick. It's all about your immunity. If you're weak and eating processed foods, you're going to come down with anything.
0: Well, that's what I say. We're being used. We're being abused. We're being schooled, and we're being fooled by the big pharmaceutical and the medical establishment. All right, let's go another duct tape statement. My doctor said, there's nothing wrong with me using my cell phone. Oh, my gosh. Uh. Oh, that was a dud. Uh, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, I see people in my community that are uh, uh, post-standing and cardiac problems walking for an hour with their cell phone up to their ears. If you've listened to this program, you know that the radiation from these cell phones increases and makes permeable the blood-brain barrier so toxic metals can get into your brain. That's only one thing. And if you expose water to these uh, electromagnetic fields, it changes the structure of the water. Can that be any good for you knowing that we're 70% water? It is a duct tape moment. Your comments, Dr. Jerry.
1: Well, it's real simple. There was a, a study done where a seven-minute phone call with a cell phone will activate the Epstein-Barr virus in your body. Documented.
0: So there's not. My doctor said it's okay.
1: Well, that's okay. Let him
2: use the phone. <laughs> <laughs> what did they teach you in medical school today? I, I don't, don't understand any, it.
0: And they don't it, teach it, it, anything because, about
2: Nothing about this at all. In fact, I took notice. I started to watch uh, when I'm watching television, which I don't watch as much anymore because I I just can't take what they're putting on television anymore. I don't want to get involved with these programs that that are unbelievably out of sight, and they shouldn't be on television. But if you look, you'll notice whenever they pick up a cell phone, it's right to the head, right to the ear. No one ever uses the speakerphone. I want you to take notice of that. They're teaching the wrong thing. It's like how to sneeze. Don't sneeze in your hands. Sneeze in your elbow or somewhere away from your hands that you're going to touch people with. They don't teach you that at all. So I don't quite understand what's being taught in medical school or wherever the teaching is coming from. Well, Here's a wonderful quote
1: that I just picked up. Using your cell phone a half hour per day Increases your risk of brain tumor by forty percent. Forty percent. Forty percent.
2: Oh, I never ever put I never put it on my head. Never. And uh, since uh, Jerry, you told me about the uh, home phones are also dangerous. Oh what yeah, there's
1: uh nine hundred megahertz, um, you know, wireless things. They're even more dangerous than the cell phone.
2: I mean, you have to use them. So I stick it in the uh, middle of the uh, sofa. And my wife, let's say, is on one side, and I'm on the other side, and we're talking to the whoever it is. And you can this still hear very well. You don't have to put it up have... to your head, up to your ear. Very dangerous. Oh, well, I'm glad That's you're good. letting your wife use it. Yes, well, <laughs> if I see her getting too close, I tell her, get that phone away from your face. It's crazy. And then I'm in trouble. <laughs>
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this, this is a good point to mention that Dr. Hanuk Talmor. T-A-L-M-O-R, a frequent guest on this program. He has a great website, and you can see pictures of cells exposed to Wi-Fi. It's D-R-T-A-L-M-O-R dot com, Great website. Okay, duct tape moment. My doctor <laughs> said, use Tylenol. Ty- There's nothing wrong remember. with it. And you can- oh. Yeah, uh, have Tylenol. Well, ladies and gentlemen, acetaminophen is the number one cause of liver failure here in the United States. And if you mix it with alcohol, it's even more toxic. And this drug, Tylenol, acetaminophen, it's it's in a lot of drugs, and it's what's called a drug mugger. So, what's a drug mugger? It takes a uh, the uh, it, it mugs it, it latches onto substances you need in your body for example acetaminophen latches onto the amino acid and acetylcysteine they call it NAC but you need that to, pro- to produce glutathione glutathione and you can't produce glutathione without that so there, is, there are more than 600 medications on the market that contain acetaminophen or that the Tylenol which can provoke serious side effects and as I said in fact this drug Tops the worldwide list for drugs Known to cause acute liver failure And sometimes causes, Caused by one single Overdose this, Okay now you say well I can't take I'm not going to overdose on it Well you might be taking three medications And they want, may all have acetaminophen in them Okay And the damage is done quickly Okay yeah. and by the time A correct diagnosis is made 90% of your liver may have shut down and the chronic use of acetaminophen, even at regular doses in a few days a few days or a few weeks, can cause liver damage in sensitive individuals. And God forbid if you mix wine with acetaminophen. It causes mitochondrial injury. The mitochondria are the workhorses of our body. We talk about this all the time. Uh, Dr. Jerry, go ahead. Yeah, the Tylenol PM
1: also contains a second medication called diphenhydramine, which helps with your insomnia. Uh, so you don't mind if you get liver damage while you're sleeping. You won't notice
0: it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, know what? When you wake up and you
2: don't wake I, up. I'm,
0: I'm glad you mentioned that because we have talked about decongestants and uh, uh class of drugs uh, that are, are used for uh, allergies. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's another one. It's not on my uh, duct tape list, but uh, these drugs are associated with Alzheimer's disease, um, yeah, and you just can't believe that the FDA—it's uh, it, it's a fearful disease. And let, let me just bring up something here on my on my on my computer. Uh, there's a—they're they're devoting billions of dollars to come up with a re- with something for Alzheimer's, right? And in London, virtual vir- venture capitalists have raised three hundred and fifty million dollars to look for new approaches. And by the way. Your AARP, which says you're old at 50, uh, has donated $60 million to this effort. There are 6 million Americans diagnosed with various kinds of dementia and Alzheimer's right now, okay? And as I said, the ARP group primes you for retirement starting at age 50. Are you ready to retire and get old at 50 and lose your uh, mind? I don't think so. Well, uh-uh. All right, but here here's what's happening. They they're backing uh all kinds of drugs that that that, that do nothing. Uh, but the researchers at UCLA, they were able to reverse symptoms of of dementia in, ni- in 90% of their volunteers over a 3-year period. They didn't use drugs, okay? But they used some brain scans and medical evaluation and blood tests uh to uh, monitor these patients. And 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 I'm just going to go through the summary here. Some of the conclusions of the UCLA study: vitamin D, DHA, which is omega three fatty acids, probiotics, fresh fruit and vegetables, controlling your blood sugar, and ditching processed foods. Does that sound so complicated? Does yeah, but that, where are you going
1: to find where are you going to find
0: real food today? Well, <laughs> that's uh I, I'm going to leave that. That's going to be your your subject for next week. <laughs>
2: Philadelphia. Uh, soft pretzels, man. That's it. Soft pretzels are wonderful. I miss them.
0: All right. Uh,
2: uh, can I ask it. a question? Um, you well, mentioned just- uh, about liver failure, especially if you take Tylenol. And you taking these other drugs, and you add alcohol. Did you say wine was more susceptible, or did I just hear that by accident? No, that, more that's just wine.
0: That's just wine and acetaminophen. Uh,
2: Is it any worse than beer le- or leaky,
0: uh, leaky gut and fatty liver and diabetes and obesity? That's all.
2: If you if that's you drink wine does. with
0: it, yeah,
2: it's it's worse yeah. than the than the other alcoholic beverages. You're saying.
0: Well, that's that's what the studies are showing. The damage okay. is actually cumulative from wine and acetaminophen in your cytochrome P P uh, four fifty genes and your methylation pathway. So it, okay. it uh, and it causes mitochondrial injury. I mean, that's that's serious. So another one of my uh, explosions. Oh, I'm taking statins because my doctor said to keep my arteries open. Ladies and gentlemen if you don't have heart disease and you don't have a history of a of, of, uh, genetic history of uh, having high, hypercholesterolemia above 300, did he also tell you it causes dementia, cataracts Parkinson's diabetes rhabdomyolysis which were, there was only 4 cases per million prior to this, the introduction of statins now there's thousands per million ugh you know what, well, ladies Dr. and gentlemen? Yeah, Dr. Go Ron,
1: I've got to share this with you. My first patient today was telling me about her husband. He went to the doctor, and he tried to intimidate him to take statin drugs. He said, there's no way I want to take these things. And this guy was, like, relentless. I said, your husband should have fired him. I said, it's like a bad plumber. If If the guy can't do a good job, you get rid of him. There's a whole telephone book full of physicians.
0: Yeah, and 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 the sad part about it is the 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 studies are there, the scientific studies are there to show that cholesterol is not the problem. Okay, it's sugar, it's it's inflammation, it's not cholesterol. So now you're going to see a big push by the drug companies. Uh, as an aside, that they're going to say statins control inflammation. Well, they might do that, but do you want dementia? Do you want diabetes? Do you want cataracts? Do you want Parkinson's disease? Yeah, you but if you get the muscles. if you get
1: dementia, Dr. Ron, you won't care about the high
0: cholesterol or low cholesterol. <laughs> uh, that is a duct tape moment for me, gentlemen. That is a duct tape moment. Uh my uh, doctor I, said you you don't have to take any supplements. You eat you eat good food. Sure.
1: Mickey D the four food groups. Mickey D's, Taco Bells
0: and um you know Burger King. They're the four And food McDonald's? Groups. And McDonalds, right. And what happens uh, when you put it, when when you grill a centrum? Do you ever grill a centrum, Dr. Jerry?
1: Yeah, they turn black. It's coal tar.
0: Yeah. Does anybody realize that the B vitamins and the commercial vitamins are made from coal tar? Oh.
1: oh it's good right. it's good for your generator, you know.
2: <laughs> put it in the car. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. Pave your driveway. I'm going to bring
2: up a, a family case again where uh, I brought it up before, but I'll bring it up again where the statins were given and uh, it was uh, Lipitor at the time. And uh, uh, one year of rhabdomyolysis, horrible suffering for one explain, year. Explain,
0: explain to our audience what that, what that big word means.
2: Rhabdomyolysis means a breakdown of muscle tissue. Okay, and what happens is your CK or your CPK, however you want to call it, it's called CPK or or CK now, um, uh, goes up. And it should should have been between 100 and 200, and it went up to almost 1,000. Okay, ladies
0: and gentlemen, more than a blood test, though, this is a painful condition that causes... Causes your kidneys to shut down because the protein from your muscle comes out of your kidneys. It is a painful and it's not reversible.
2: Right. Once and you lose you're the muscle,
0: weak. Right. And
2: you're weak. That, but you, that, but that you, is that's rhabdomyolysis. That's myolysis. But you know what they did? They tried all the other ones Crestor and uh, whatever else, uh, uh, Mevacor They tried all those and the rhabdomyolysis continued. And this person even went to the uh, neurologist who said, well, it's better if you have an increase and keep your dose down, uh, some rhabdomyolysis, because the statin is better for your heart than the injury you get from rhabdomyolysis. How do you like that?
0: I don't like it at all. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to have to reiterate one more time the the difference between relative risk and absolute risk. And ask your doctor about it. If you have 100 patients on a drug and one dies after a year, now you have another 100 patients on no drugs and two die after a year. The drug companies will use what's called relative risk. And they'll say 50% of less patients died with my drug. Okay. But the the real statistic is one out of 100, 1%. Two out of 100, 2%. There's only a 1% difference. But the drug companies come up with the statistical use of relative risk. And if you, you should ask your doctor when he says, well, uh, th- this, this works 50% of the time. Ask him if that's a relative risk uh, number or an absolute risk number. You want the absolute risk number. All right. I have another one. My doctor said if I have heartburn, just take Zantac. Or maybe maybe Tagomet or something like that. Where's the explosion? I'll wait. It was a small one. It was a small one. It
2: must be a delay. was
0: you probably gave
1: the uh, the computer some uh, statins. But <laughs> well, I
0: I did push the button but it was delayed. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh it's just incredible. We've talked about it. We've had multiple programs on PPI, proton pump inhibitors. They, after you reach age 30, 35, your stomach acid decreases every year anyway. You don't really have a lot of stomach acid. That's not really the problem. You take these drugs. They make you more susceptible to C. diff which is an awful d- disease uh, because the st- this little bit of stomach acid you have there is not destroying that drug. It decreases your absorption of magnesium, which is a crucial element for your heart and for, for metabolism, because it's, it's, we'll talk maybe later about the magnesium-copper ratio. Uh, it causes... All kinds of disease stops you from absorbing B12. Patients when regular and get B12 deficient, and and a host of other things. And and no, the doctors are not. Te- they're giving this stuff out like candy and the cable guy. It doesn't make any sense to me, Jerry. Well, sorry, I have a a, a duct tape some
1: uh, you know explosion in my head. My dentist told me that mercury fillings are safe.
2: Ah. Uh.
1: That's a Shonda for the neighbors, man, let me tell you. The bottom line is they're shouting down. <laughs> <out>. Thank you. <laughs> we need a drum roll, too. Don't you have a drum roll in your, in your repertoire?
2: <laughs> anyway. Are
1: you, are you going? <laughs> yeah, the anaconda. Yes. The new research suggests that these high, ultra-high-strength magnetic resonance imaging, the MRIs, are you- may cause the release of four times more mercury into your saliva than the lower-powered MRI units.
0: How about that? Yeah, you stole that from me. That is a great study. I read it also. And, boy, if that's not an awakening, uh, I don't know what is. I mean, as, as we talked about, right, Jerry, about mercury and, and the Mad Hatter's disease and dementia, and now we have the fact that you go for an MRI, the mercury is going to get to your brain faster ah right? yeah yeah, it's just incredible and th- and this is from the mainstream media this is not we're not making this up this is from the mainstream media uh press uh, about mercury and the and m r i s that's
1: a that's a good uh, pearl, but even more so, you ask the uh, high school class, okay, freshman class, what happens if you have two dissimilar metals and a conductor? Oh, you got a battery. Well, you go to your <laughs> dentist and you say, geez, you're going to put a gold crown in my mouth and i have mercury fillings. Isn't that going to create a battery? Oh, no, it's safe. When you have a, a mercury crown or a chrome cobalt partial or a titanium implant, it sets up a galvanic reaction in your mouth, and it's documented that the mercury will come out 10 times faster. Because of the galvanic currents, it's kind of like a the pole in the battery. The one breaks down, giving off the electrons. I mean, it, it's Looney Tunes today.
0: Oh my gosh! All right, I Dan, do you have it? Do you have a duct tape moment? <laughs>
2: um,
0: I Dr. have one. Ta- my
2: doctor yeah. said, um, just, duct, just, duct tape moment." Can, go ahead. Yes, yes. I would, I would like to add uh, one other product to my uh, to the uh, duct tape, Windex.
1: <laughs> That's in my Big Fat Greek Wedding
2: Yes man And it really the- does work well, and I've used bones. it on uh, uh, um, um, What was I going to say um, yep. Ants Ants and bugs in the house One or two treatments with Windex Gone And, they don't need and I don't know if it really works on acne or not But that was in the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding Wedding, right but the I use uh, windex. windex on a lot of products now I know it's not a natural product, but it it does work for those particular things in my case all right well so now that my my
0: my doctor said, use sunscreen all you want just just plaster that sub sunscreen all over you it'll stop you stop you from getting skin cancer is that, the in it. is that an explosion moment, gentlemen?
1: Absolutely. Well the same companies that make the sunscreen make the chemo.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, once you put sunscreen of SPF eight or or higher on yourself, you are not going to absorb any vitamin D. And we'll talk about vitamin D in, in a bit. This and, and if you have to go to EWG environmental group dot org, see what, what sunscreens are absolutely safe because most sunscreens cause cancer. They have all kinds of, of unsaturated fatty acids in them, which percolate under the skin and form cancer, okay? And there is some evidence out there that sunlight is protective, especially against multiple sclerosis and breast cancer. The American Academy of Dermatology, ladies and gentlemen, will have you bathing in this stuff. And, but it's one of the last things you really want to put on your body. It's a toxic chemical and it is a hormone disruptor among everything else. And if it didn't contribute to disease, the central issue is that it doesn't even work. There's British dermatology studies uh, published earlier this year which showed no clear indication that sunscreens worked. Another study in the Journal of Photochemistry and Photobiology last year found the same thing. A far, far more logical solution, according to, to these studies, would be to use clothing for, to protect you against the sun. Now, you know, this is going to be like a soapbox for for, the, for this program, but so what do you do? How do you protect yourself against skin cancer or melanoma? The answer is your omega-6 to 3 ratio, because it's been proven that uh, exp- epidemiologically – boy, that's a big word – uh, that they implicate omega 6 fat as stimulators and long chain omega 3 fat as inhibitors of the development and progression of in the range of human cancers, including melanoma. So, Dr. Jerry did a great uh, piece on this a couple months ago about uh, how omega 6s are uh, three and the omega 6 3 ratio is really important, how omega 6s can be uh, uh, inflammatory and omega 3s anti inflammatory uh do you remember uh that how that program went dr jerry it went pretty fast <laughs> and and yeah and, and it did and, and we and we have too much too much uh omega 6s in our diets okay we need well yeah we need... you just look on the uh the ingredient list on on the foods that are on
1: the the majority of the shelves of the american uh, you know food stores the cottonseed oil corn oil you know they have all these uh, omega 6s in there And, um, you know, just people are becoming little munchkins running around with all this stuff. And then once the fat starts to accumulate, it starts producing more fat because of the estrogens.
2: Does anybody have any idea on zinc oxide in the sunscreen? If it's got zinc oxide, they used to say that was safe not too long ago.
0: Zinc oxide is safe. Uh, You just don't want any nanoparticle, titanium or any nanoparticles. Okay. Right. Not good. Not good.
2: Right. All right.
0: right. I have another. I have another okay. duct tape one. Another duct tape. Oh, uh, that's a small explosion. My doctor says <laughs> I'm on a diet. Just use artificial sweeteners, and I'll lose weight. Uh, uh, that is that duct is that a duct tape moment, Doctor Jerry and Doctor Dan? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why it hurt. <Earp>. Artificial sweeteners is <laughs> good for us. Jeez, you know they cause they cause obesity. They cause you to get really sick. Okay, you'll 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 lose weight, but you'll do it by getting very very sick. Uh, sweet is is one of the most deadly toxins in our society, and it's present in foods and children's medicine, Kool Aid, Jello. Every restaurant has it. We're dosed with millions of pounds of this stuff every year, and there should be a warning on every bottle. Keep out of the reach of humans. It's genocidal, uh, horrible stuff. All the all the artificial sweeteners. Yeah, uh, right. well, tumors. especially yeah the uh, the Equal. I mean, it breaks down
1: a 135 degrees yep. to uh, methanol, which could cause blindness. Formic acid, which causes itching, and formaldehyde, which actually you should get a discount when you get to the funeral home because you'll be partially embalmed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, the one thing that nobody's talking about, and I'll talk about it today, NutraSweet equal also decreases blood-brain serotonin levels. Does anybody know anything about serotonin, the happy hormone? And, and you know, when you're low in serotonin, you know what you get, ladies and gentlemen? Depression, rage, paranoia, seizures. Hello? This is not rocket science. Oh, my gosh. I'm getting a headache. Well, you know, the other interesting
1: thing that we spoke about previously with even these artificial sweeteners, they still raise the insulin level, which increases inflammation. And inflammation, we all know, is a common denominator of degenerative diseases. So, you know, the thing that spooked me is I was a big stevia fan for a while until I read the information that you're better off taking the raw, you know, sugar, like uh, old-fashioned dark brown domino sugar, because at least it has – the B vitamins in there and the other uh, natural cofactors, but the darn even stevia raises the insulin. So you're getting empty calories, no calories in there, but the insulin's going up.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of stevia is really erythritol and I I just look it up. Erythritol. It's artificial alcohol, you know, and it it does just what Dr. Jerry said. I mean, I could go on and on, but I'm getting a headache. Uh, Let's open up Take, the microphones. And, yes.
2: <laughs> Take some Tylenol. We're looking rid of your headache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kill my liver, and and then I'll be embalmed. Uh, right. Ladies and gentlemen, we have all the microphones open. If anyone has a question, just yell it out. Uh, there's a. Let's see. Oh, no, that's you, Doctor Jerry. How about? uh no, that's you. How about the number that ends in one nine six seven? Any questions?
3: Yes. Hi. I do have one. I've been I've been taking um, uh, coQ ten for a number of years and I think it is it feels like it helps. But I've also I've got lung cancer at this point. I'm wondering am I is there a mitochondria in the cancer cell that might be happy to have that that uh, coQ ten coming in?
1: Well I think more important coq ten is a wonderful antioxidant to help counteract toxins. Anytime you have cancer, the cancer is not the disease. It's a symptom. It's kind of like rust on a fender. Uh-huh. So you really have to have a practitioner define what the underlying causes are. Now, I'll give you an example. On my website, um, we have a case of woman had lung cancer, and she had surgery, and they cut the right tip of her lung off. And six months later, the cancer came back in the left lung. So, you know, cutting it out is just kicking the can down the road. The point I want to make is that when I defined the underlying factors that were in the cancerous tissue, which was a pesticide cytomegalovirus and mercury and removed it with nutrients, six months later, the cancer totally disappeared in the left lung. I mean, the hospital's own records. So the question you got to ask is CoQ10 is good, but what, is the underlying cause of my cancer.
3: Okay, but and, uh, by the way, does does a, any cancer cell have mitochondria? I mean, is it, well, is of it there? of course. It, it's all part of the respiration.
1: Like it? Sure, it's all part of the respiration. They just go haywire, that's all. I and, just didn't and, know
3: whether I, I should keep taking the CoQ10. Am I doing any harm with well, that? No, you're
1: not doing any harm, but the thing is you better start focusing in on the causative factors. Because well, I'd love to have it...
3: a doctor who could help me with that.
1: Well, <laughs> I've, to... I've been
3: saying no to chemotherapy. Good for um, you. But I don't know who to talk to about the things I'd like to know about.
1: Well, where do you live?
3: In a sterile.
1: Oh, sterile, okay. Basically, if you have a a, um, a small mom-and-pop-like health food store, you may want to talk to these people because they may be aware of a practitioner who does integrative medicine, yeah, or a good as a naturopath, of fact, I have
3: been going into my my local health food store. They've been very very helpful with you know what they know, but there was no particular doctor that they came up with that would that would be a, a naturopath or or you know anyone else in the integrative
0: area. Well, if you're willing to go to Gainesville, Florida there's Dr. Talmore, Talmor, T A L M O R and there is also the Utopia Wellness Center. Uh yeah. they both use non-toxic uh treatments for cancer. Okay, and Utopia Wellness. Uh the Utopia I think is also in that same area. I let me see if I have it in my 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 calendar here. Uh if you give me one second. Okay. Uh, Utopia is in Tampa, Florida. Oh, in Tampa. Uh huh. Yes. Okay.
3: I've had and, and a lot of people saying I should go up. to Moffat, but I, I'm so far resisted doing that too. Well,
0: you might want well, to try Utopia, Utopia Wellness Center. Uh, otherwise, I tell you, to Dr. Jerry, but he's up in Pennsylvania. But Utopia Wellness Center has a good reputation.
1: Uh huh. Okay. Well, I'm going well, to look it, into that. Just to give you like a, a, a Cliff Notes overview. I don't care if it's cancer or emphysema or pneumonia, you basically have to start to detox your liver because the blood of your entire body passes through your liver every three minutes. So if the liver is not clean or doesn't have the right nutrients to process the toxins that it's pulling out of the blood, it just recirculates the poisons. And if you have cancer cells, they're putting out toxic waste. So the liver has to pull that out of the bloodstream. So that's focus number one. The How about big,
3: ozone? Because I've been getting ozone.
1: Ozone's wonderful, but again, if the liver can't process the die off of the cancer cells, you're going to become more toxic.
3: Right. I, I I'm on a vegan diet.
1: Well will be honest with you. I've you know Price and Pottinger did research back in the 30s, and they examined many many primitive tribes. They've never ever found a vegetarian society and the reason I I bring this up to you I have four and a half years ago I was referred a patient with acute myeloid leukemia and he was a vegan for 20 years
3: Uh
1: and he looked like death warmed over all I can tell you is that I finally convinced him to start eating some roadkill (laughs) (laughs) all I can tell you is that The average lifespan of acute myeloid leukemia over 65 years of age taking chemo is 2.4 months. This Mm -hmm. guy refused chemo. He's been doing all natural things, and he finally got on the meat, the roadkill, and he's alive four and a half years, and the doctors around the world are following his case because they can't understand it.
3: Now, when you talk about roadkill, you mean like grass-fed roadkill?
1: That's right. Re- yeah. Grass fed beef, no steroids, antibiotics, pesticides. The body needs animal protein for the right. immune system for repair. The
3: only grass fed stuff I've seen is is packed in plastic with a lot of blood circulating inside the plastic, and it just was a turnoff. I didn't think I wanted to. Yeah, I can it understand.
1: It. I know I have a, a German butcher not too far from where I live, and. They have the best meats that I've ever tasted, and, uh, again, it's all free of chemicals, and there's no plastic, you know.
3: Is that anywhere near where I live in Estero?
1: No, I don't think so. No. I'm in Pennsylvania. outside of Oh, Philadelphia. I, no, I
3: don't think I can make the trip. <laughs>
1: but, uh, you know, the only thing I can suggest is that if you can talk to the store where you're purchasing your meats and and bring them a container and say, you know, if they can pack the food that they cut for you into glass without the plastic, then, you know, a lot of times they'll work with you. Mm-hmm.
3: Certainly okay. worth well, a I'll shot. Th- okay. Okay. Well, I think you've already given me some good directions here and I appreciate it a lot.
1: No, you're welcome. And right. the key is cancer is beatable. You know, I've done it numerous times with patients it's You have to stay focused on the core issues, what's causing it. If you have any root canals in your mouth, I the do. toxins that are produced from root canal teeth are potentially cancer-forming. Mm-hmm. The woman That's that had the lung cancer that I treated, she had a root canal tooth that had cytomegalovirus in the tooth. And that was one of the pathogens in the lung cancer. And so I had to extract the tooth. To get rid of the toxic waste dump where the virus was coming from.
3: Wow, yeah, I do have root canal, so that's another well, one. Well, yeah.
1: you, you need a good biological dentist to evaluate because that may be the source of the toxins that's feeding the cancers.
3: Okay. Biological de- uh,
1: dentist. Yeah, biological dentist. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
3: Okay, well, you're you're all wonderful. I appreciate your help.
0: Uh, I, very interesting question. And God bless you and good luck.
1: Thanks a lot. And
3: we, right.
0: we we have four seven four five. Any question?
1: Well, here's a, a real quickie. Go. Turner, on if you're still on, uh, Miss, uh, go on YouTube and listen to William Wong, Dr. William Wong. He talks about enzyme therapy, and what's fascinating because I just put myself on the program about 10 days ago, and I can really feel the difference. The seropeptase that he advocates, along with the bromelain and papain and a few other nutrients, will dissolve away the biofilm around the cancer so that your body's own immune system can now attack the cancer. So the enzymes are extremely important because after age 27, our pancreas doesn't produce as many pancreatic enzymes which would normally break down that barrier that cancer cells secrete so serapeptase and bromelain and papain will help attack that issue and and if you're still
0: there that's great advice and he was uh, an he, he did our program uh, 2 weeks ago uh, for you an hour and yeah hour and 29 minutes you you can just pull up that show so if this is 267 that would have to be episode 265 with Dr. William Wong and uh, I agree with Dr. Jerry. My wife and I also started on the enzymes, and uh, we—it's it, amazing, it's uh, the incredible difference. And we're, we're in pretty good health to start with, and this even improved upon it. So uh, he he made me a believer, and he he really did uh, bring some uh, thoughts like the biofilm, and that we start uh, we we don't have a we start not having enough bio. Uh, uh, Enzymatic enzymes after age twenty-seven, our systemic enzymes start decreasing. So, uh, if, if it is one of the ways for anti-aging, that's for sure. And it's anti-inflammatory. So that's that's a, a side benefit that we, we all need as we get older. It's anti-inflammatory. So, Doctor William Wong, W O N G, and he gets a lot of lot of uh, jokes about his name, but there's nothing wrong with Doctor Wong. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Now, was, was that information for the gal with, with with lung cancer who's me? Or was that for somebody yes. else? Yeah, for you. No, that was for you. That, I thought it sounded like it was, but I wasn't sure if the next person was, was getting that. Okay, that's probably going to be easier to find an enzyme therapist if there's somebody. Or who, you yeah. can yeah. well, go I, on his Wong website
1: yeah. and you could purchase it from, from Dr. Wong's website. Uh,
0: what's it called, Zymase or something? Zyme uh, Zymescence. Zy- Zy- Thymescence, and thymescence, and what he what he has and what sold me on his product is he has it so that the enzymes are not destroyed by your stomach acids. The enzymes have uh-huh. a lot of functions, and the least important of one is digestion. And uh, if you listen to that show, uh, you'll hear the, you know, the the anti-aging and the anti-inflammatory uh, Properties of the of systemic enzymes And Dr. Wang's enzymes have A special coating that so they get Down into the uh, lower GI tract and you'll also hear mm-hmm. Another well, while we're on the subject Of Dr. Wang because he uh, I'll, be, I'll be flying to Texas to meet with him and do a show with him uh, He talks about how, how much Estrogen we have in our diet and our Foods today and how 90 some percent of cancers Are, are estrogen dominant And mm-hmm. uh You'll you'll learn to, about your vegan diet. Sorry to say about the soy and the beans, how much how much estrogen they do contain, and flaxseed. Uh-huh, yeah. Flaxseed is the winner by far. Yeah.
1: Three times I mean, worst- more
0: phytoestrogens
1: than soy. So yeah, you really want to stay away from soy products, um, and unfortunately, you're eating a lot of carbohydrates, and when you have a lack of cellulase, which is an enzyme that dissolves the fiber from the vegetables, and when you're lacking that, you're really not breaking the food down properly, so you can't get the nutrients inside. Um, uh-huh. So, yeah, these are little pearls that you're not going to find you know, at your doctor's office, because they don't know which ends up, to be honest with I you. I
3: know. Oh, boy, did I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just had something that makes me wonder about fiber. I've been taking one of those uh, uh, modified... Pectin, what is it? Modified uh, pectin, grape grapefruit. Oh shoot, what is it? Uh, Cit, oh citrus. It's citrus, modified citrus pectin. I think they call it.
1: Um, Well, that's good for fiber. But see, my whole focus in my practice is get to the core problem. What the underlying factor is. So if you have root canals, and that you have that toxicity present and it's draining into your system that's going to feed the cancer but then you have to get high quality nutrients to break the cancer down and that's where that seropeptase, the bromelain papain along with magnesium and zinc you know work really well plus any pancreatic enzymes the trypsin and chymotrypsin are very powerful and uh, you know stopping the growth of of cancer cells so the answers are out there and it's just a matter of having someone be able to monitor you know your your tumor markers and um you know any follow ups
3: all right yeah and, okay. and, and you're inducing, gastro- you know, yeah. yeah get into
1: real quickly if you do any juicing you want to get like cilantro celery uh Dandelion greens, that'll detox your liver. It's very, very important to detox your liver. Beet, a little bit of beet, a uh, little bit of carrot. Uh, you know, Gerson, the Gerson diet is wonderful for raw foods, raw raw juices. You know, it's part of the equation, but it's not mm-hmm. all the answers.
3: I think I have some information on that, but I haven't really studied it, so I'll look into that some more. Yes. And I've, I've been doing, as a matter of fact, just intuitively I felt – that uh, something that was cleansing would be good So I've been doing things like celery, dandelion And uh, daikon radish Is that still good? Great,
1: yeah, great. daikon is wonderful for breaking down uh, You know, sludge in the body You have to clean out the lymphatics
3: Right So, okay, so well, there's a whole lot more I can do I'm glad because I was running out of ideas <laughs> no, And, and well, keep well, a huh. positive mind Where is he? He's somewhere He's in, in Texas his...
0: He's Oh, in Texas,
3: Texas. Yeah. But I can order things from him, or what? yeah, yes. his
0: website. Yeah, and oh, he has a uh, one one website that they'll direct you to with the two hundred uh, scientific articles on on enzymes, and and this is not this is not articles from Prevention Magazine. This is from good journals.
1: Mhm. I thought Reader okay. Digest was more important than,
0: <laughs> than the other <laughs> yeah. journals. Yeah. GQ for you.
1: Okay. <laughs> well,
0: well, thank you. That was, was really a. Yeah, so thank you for
1: calling in.
3: Yeah. Oh, boy, thank you for being there. I appreciate it. And you're doing I'll be, good with I'll the ozone. Cancer
0: hmm? does not like oxygen. Cancer is anaerobic, and it does not like oxygen, so you're doing good with the ozone.
3: Okay. I don't then, know whether I'm getting enough or not, but at least I'm getting something. I'm right. going once, once a week, and the dose is 120.
1: Well, what's interesting, you can get ozone put into your body through a modified stethoscope and the ozone gets into your bloodstream because I've done it with cancer patients and, the hot, and when they do the evaluation of the blood, the oxygen level is way up there. So, you know, if you get multiple uh, IV ozone treatments over a period of time, the veins can become brittle, so you have to be careful.
3: Now, I'd, I'd love to try this other, but I what do you mean by, um, was it modified... Uh
1: stethoscope. Uh, A stethoscope? stethoscope that they listen to your heart with. You can actually modify it and put the, run the ozone through it into your ears, and it gets into your bloodstream very oh, nicely.
3: Boy. Okay, is that written down anywhere that I can know exactly what I'm doing? So Unfortunately, uh, you're not going
1: to find it on the 11 o'clock news.
3: <laughs> no, I guess not. I just, like. how would I know... How to well, there's a
1: company. I have a, I have yeah, a stethoscope a, but I don't know how I would modify it. Yeah, there's a company you can buy one uh, I think it's like $250 It's called Longevity They're in Vancouver And they make uh, medical Ozone equipment and so that's where I bought Mine from but uh, uh-huh. it's a modified Stethoscope and uh, look If you can bring it to your doctor's office Or wherever you're getting the ozone All you have to do is hook up the tube to it And you put it in your ears and you're on your way
3: Wow, okay. I like I love that idea. Okay, modified uh, stethoscope. Stethoscope, yep. So any a no. stethoscope, too, because I have an old
0: one. Oh, my God. The answer is no, because the the ozone is, is really uh, oxidative. It'll, it'll just tear up a, a a tube, a regular stethoscope tube.
3: Yeah. So this it's would, and this would plug into an uh, ozone machine? Is that yes, how it would yes. Work? Yeah, they have a yeah. silicon
1: tubing, which is not affected by the ozone.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Okay. You
1: can't use r- regular rubber tubing or plastic tubing. It has to be silicon.
3: Wow, that's exciting. Okay. Well, you've made my you got day. more than what
1: you bargained for, and it's
3: free. <laughs> and it's free.
0: <laughs>
1: and it's
3: free. <laughs> and remember, remember
0: about free. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: no, really, thanks a whole lot. I appreciate no, you're it. You're welcome.
0: And You'll I'll, do well. And I'll be
3: tuning in again, so I may talk Thank to you, you. again.
0: Great discussion. Uh, any you. other questions from any of the uh, listeners? Four seven four five zero seven three zero. I love yes. listening. Just Thank listening. you so much. <laughs> Thank you. We're we're trying. We're trying Thank to just to, to, to stay current and bring you good information. Well, so just, just to
1: give a little, a, a couple pearls before we we leave. You only have four minutes, but. Um, Cap capsum, which is in um you know, cayenne, pepper, chili peppers. They're very effective against cancer cells. They actually oh, can me cause me apoptosis. Capsin, it's a Yes. Your hot your hot cayenne peppers.
3: Uh-huh.
1: It's very, very good. It'll help kill cancer cells. Also turmeric and the cur- curcumin are wonderful for detoxing your liver.
3: I've been um, taking a lot of turmeric.
1: Perfect. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, cinnamon, this blew my socks off. It's not only anti-aging and controlling blood sugar, it lowers triglycerides, high cholesterol, protects the brain, okay, mm-hmm. uh, the cells from changing, it's anti-inflammatory, it works like an antibiotic, and uh, it also is an antioxidant to prevent mm-hmm. damage to the DNA, and the uh, you can actually swish it around your mouth and protect it because it'll help kill the bacteria in your mouth. So these are some just basic things that you have at your disposal um, to feed the liver. Uh, you want to get glutathione is a good basic antioxidant. It's high in avocado, so you want to make sure you get avocado and with fresh almonds, not roasted raw almonds. That'll give you a complete protein. But the avocado is high in the glutathione which your liver needs to process the toxins from the cancer cells and then the other poisons in your body.
3: Okay. And with the glutathione can, is that um, something I can just take in a pill or do I have to get a uh,
1: well yeah you can take it in a shot or something. Yeah, it's it's available. Premier Research puts out a really good uh, glutathione along with Quicksilver, uh, they have a li- liposomal glutathione, a really good product. So uh, there's good glutathione products out there. Max GXL is another good
0: uh, glutathione.
3: Okay. Okay. I'll try to find well, that. Before,
0: before we go, um, I just want to to let our listeners know about something that they're going to hear about and and. What the dangers are, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. And I had labeled this uh, blood, sweat, and tears because uh, some people may remember them. There is a drug that was just approved by our wonderful government agency, the best agency money can buy, the FDA, and it's called Quibrexa, Q B R E. X-Z-A. I think, and when I looked at that word, I, I, and from remembering when I used to play Scrabble, I think that's all the uh, big scoring letters that they put in there. <laughs> just, I, I don't know where they, cause they must play Scrabble at, the, at this place. It's, it's, it's brought to us by Dermira, D-E-R-M-I-R-A, a pharmaceutical company that specializes in medical dermatology. And this thing is to stop you from sweating. Okay, you, rub it, you, okay. you rub it under your arms to inhibit the sweat glands. Now, what? yeah, now how about this, okay? You, if you use this, ladies and gentlemen, you will uh, not only be running out of water, you'll have the side effects uh, that occurs will be dry mouth, dry skin, dry throat, and nasal dryness. Now, that's only the, the common ones, but there's more. It'll dilate your pupils, how has anybody ever have their eyes examined? Have the, the drops put in? How does that feel? It'll cause. But Doctor Ron, Doctor Ron, you forgot one important thing. They should
1: wrap yeah. themselves with duct tape to prevent dehydration. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and that'd be like their own so personal sauna. That's right. <laughs> now this darn drug causes urinary hesitation. God, as as guys get older, that's bad enough. It causes blurred vision, skin reactions, constipation, and that. Is what I found, on is the common side effects, okay? Um, and there's, it's just the fact that you cannot empty your bladder and the inability to control your blood, blood, body temperature, because that's what that's what sweat does, ladies and gentlemen. It helps you cool down when you heat up. But did they give it,
1: you a, a recommendation in that drug? It says make sure that you, you install a red toilet so you don't yeah. miss? Okay. <laughs> hey.
0: Well, you can't you you can't go. It stops you from going. So you don't even need a toilet. Okay. The, the thing that got me is this is approved in children as young as 9. Okay? And and these, these drug, this drug that contains something called an anticholinergic. Ladies and gentlemen, this drug is a disaster waiting to happen because these anticholinergic drugs are in sleeping pills, over the counter antihistamines. You know what they do? And we'll we'll bring this out again next week. They increase your risk of dementia. Even just two months daily use of anticholinergic, that was easy to say, was found to be enough to cause cognitive impairment. Gosh. So, Hmm. ladies and gentlemen, uh, look out for this drug. It's a disaster waiting to happen. And I just wanted to bring that drug Queen Brexit to your attention, and if you're a, a Scrabble player, you get a lot of points. Okay, uh, wonderful, Dr. Jerry, Dr. Dan, thank you. Uh, we we got through the duct tape seminar, and uh, we had a very good discussion, and uh, uh, I think uh, this this hour just flew right by. Uh, so, any any closing words, Dr. Dan?
2: Uh, what what color duct tape do you like best, Ron?
0: <laughs> I like gray. I'm a gray gray duct tape person. I'm old Great. fashioned.
2: We have some we have some uh, we have some black too. That's very strong. Uh. <laughs> it seems to be a little stronger. So I don't know if you want to use that or not. <clears throat> did Did you hear about the guy who walked into the hospital and he had a condition, and he saw somebody with said he had his ears were all wrapped up. He said, "What's the matter?" He said, "I had tholamine poisoning." He said, and they cut off my toe. And his toe was all wrapped up. He saw somebody else. He said, what did you have? He said, I had ear syphilis. And, of course, these diseases have nothing to do with that. And they cut his ear off. So this guy said, I'm getting out of here. He said, how come? He said, well, I had prickly heat. <laughs> <laughs> you figure that one out. I'm not going to say any more. <laughs> okay. Right,
0: Dr. Jerry.
2: Well, my parting words
1: is, work like you don't need the money, love like you've never been hurt, and dance like nobody's watching Satchel Paige.
0: I love it. I love it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. Uh, I've been on the podcasting for close to five years and and I think two or two and a half years with you, right, Dr. Jerry? I I can't remember,
1: but it seems like I've been here forever.
0: see it seems like yesterday to me, you know what a bad day that was, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, keep a positive attitude uh be grateful, forgive someone, do something good uh all an attitude of gratitude has been associated with an increase in immunity and decrease of inflammation. so with that, uh we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. thank you for uh your your contribution. It's just a great uh, show today. Okay, ciao, see you all next week. Thank
2: Bye. Bless you. You've been listening to Doctor Ron, Doctor Cherry, and Doctor Dan. Hope
0: okay, you have a good week.